with Senator Mitt Romney announcing his retirement, we have to ask ourselves, will we even notice he's missing? He wasn't a particularly special or effective senator. Since he took office in January of 2019, only 22 of his bills have become law. He proposed 245. If you're wondering what the math is on that, that means he has a less than 9% success rate at getting a bill passed. That's right. I said 9%. But are these bills, the ones that he did pass, some real humdingers? Are they earth-shattering, revolutionary, and radical reform measures? Not quite. Let's go through them. Four bills were just to rename buildings. Not important. Five granted congressional gold medals. Waste of time. Two approved commemorative coins to be made for the late President Bush and Barbara Bush, as well as the late astronaut Krista McAuliffe. Super waste of time. One merely gave money to a foundation. Hey, why not spend more taxpayer money, right? Two were environmental, including monitoring a basin and establishing a conservation management program. Does nothing to help anyone at all. Four merely generated reports and commissions. Gotta love all that bureaucratic red tape. That leaves us with four substantive bills. Kind of. These bills gave money to victims of atomic radiation, change unemployment insurance paid by nonprofits during the pandemic, put in safeguards for sexual abuse in the U.S. Olympics, and the final one eliminated a waiting period for disability benefits for those with ALS. I mean, that's something, but he's been in office for nearly five years, and that's all he's done? What he was successful at was raising money. He brought in more than $7 million for his 2018 Senate race, and that businessman managed to keep more than half a million dollars left over. But having cash in the bank doesn't mean you were a great senator or leader. When it comes to his policy positions, they're pretty limp. He marched with Black Lives Matter, but where did that come from? This was the guy that said he had binders full of women when he ran for president, but now he's woke? Hey, maybe you should go check your newfound Black Lives Matter values with your faith. Mormons aren't particularly known for being anti-racist. He actually defends suppressing free speech, too. He got into a spar with Senator Rand Paul over a rule banning the government contacting social media companies to take down posts. Take a listen. Um, I think uh, Senator Paul has made my point for me, uh, which is he points out at the FBI... Uh, comes to someone and, and, uh, and uh, a social media company or a media company and says, we want you to do this. Well, that, that's pretty serious. Uh, if this if amendment were focused on law enforcement, like the FBI approaching someone and threatening them, I, I could well support that. But it isn't. His legislation says any government employee, anyone, including the president, can't contact a media company and say, I disagree with something you're writing. I agree. If there are threats being made by a government or a government employee, that's something I could I could uh, support that kind of an amendment. But that's not what that's not what this amendment does. It doesn't talk about threats. It doesn't talk about the FBI or the Justice Department. Uh, it's it, extremely broad, and for that reason, it, it simply has to fail. And probably one of his worst opinions is his stance on the war in Ukraine. He told the Telegraph that quote. The idea that it's too expensive is a little funny. Oh, it gets better. He continues saying, quote, We spend about $850 billion a year on defense. We're using about 
5% of that to help Ukraine. My goodness, to defend freedom and to decimate the Russian military, a country with 1,500 nuclear weapons aimed at us. Yes, why not spend billions in Ukraine when there are people starving and living on the streets here in the U.S.? He may grandstand about how great the U.S. military is, but he didn't serve in it, and neither did any of his five sons. When he was campaigning for president in 2008, he was asked about this paradox and how he could be starting wars that he would have no connection to. This rich, out-of-touch suit said, get ready for this, that his kids were serving the nation by, quote, helping me get elected. Someone with a blown limb or PTSD from war is the same as a stump speech about your dad. Everyone knows that. Just ask Romney. Mitt also has no ability to discern character. He happily took Trump's endorsement when running for president in 2012. Then, when Trump ran for president himself in 2016, Romney had a little meltdown like all the other libs over Trump's colorful opinions. Romney tried to distance himself from these comments by tweeting, quote, If Trump had said four years ago the things he says today about the KKK, Muslims, Mexicans, disabled, I would not have accepted his endorsement. Then, when Trump won the election, Romney started backpedaling, started brown-nosing. It was rumored he was vying for the Secretary of State position. He was even photographed having dinner with Trump. All smiles, of course, because if you want something, nothing else matters. Don't have any integrity. At this very dinner, Romney tried to do a mea culpa for his harsh statements during the campaign. Romney gave a glowing endorsement about Trump's cabinet appointments and desire for unity, saying, quote, all of those things combined give me increasing hope that President-elect Trump is the very man who can lead us to a better future. Whoa, that was a big change of heart. But again, those feelings quickly faded after Romney was not nominated for Secretary of State. He returned to his hobby of griping about Trump, calling him a phony, fraud, con man, and fake. And then he voted to convict him of impeachment twice. But even on major policy issues, Romney can't make up his mind. His reputation as a flip-flopper precedes him. He's been for a path to citizenship, then against it. He was for George W. Bush's tax cuts, then against it. He was anti-Reagan, then he was pro-Reagan. He was critical of the NRA, then sought their endorsement. He's believed that the planet is warming and also said that it isn't warming. He's been both for and against gay marriage. He was against Clinton's don't ask, don't tell policy before he then agreed with it. He's been both against and for embryonic stem cell research. In fact, he can't even give the same answer when asked if he owns a gun. As governor, he launched Romneycare, which was used as a model for Obamacare. When Romney first established this individual mandate for health care, he called it a tax penalty. Then while campaigning for president, he switched, of course, and called it a penalty, but not a tax. You'd think the governor would know the finer details of his own signature legislation. But we can't ask too much. This is Mitt Romney, after all. All I'd like to say to him is, why don't you get back to tweeting as your alter ego, Pierre Delecto? Why don't you keep changing your mind every five seconds about every issue? Maybe join the Ukraine army. Or just try spending your time being something other than a giant national embarrassment for the Republican Party. But perhaps it's President Trump that summed up Romney's legacy best, saying that he, quote, did not serve with distinction. 
Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, be sure to follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Instagram, True Social, Twitter, and YouTube.